What's up, guys? Welcome to Made for Profit, a podcast where we talk business in the shop and help you monetize as a maker. Each week, we'll cover the topics most important to you, from marketing and selling your products to winning on social media and everything in between. I'm Brad Rodriguez, a full-time content creator running FixThisBuildThat.com, and my co-host, John Malecki, runs a full-time furniture company and its content site, JohnMalecki.com. Over the past few years, we've seen the value of bouncing ideas back and forth, and we want to bring you into the conversation and help you grow along with us. Welcome to episode 16. Today, we're going to be talking about some new tips and tricks with Instagram. You know, over the past several months, Instagram has been rolling out a lot of new features, and we just want to bring you up to speed and talk about how we use them in our accounts and what those features are doing for us. What's up, John? Not much, man. I'm back in Pittsburgh after a little weekend of traveling, and I'm excited to punch this episode in the face. Always punching things in the face. Always punching things in the face. Just so really, aggressive. really, really physical over here. Really physical. <laughs> so, so aggressive. Uh, yes. Yeah, so before we get started punching things in faces, uh, we do want to thank our MFP tribe members, the new folks who have joined over there on Patreon, uh, Alex Barrera. Uh, Tiffany at Staying Inside the Gray and Steven Weigel. Thank you guys so much for joining the patron tribe over there. If you guys would like to join, you can head over to patreon.com forward slash made for profit and you can enjoy some cool rewards like the after show and some other cool things you can check out. So go check it out. All right, John, what have you been doing this week, man? Other than I know you just you've been doing some traveling. How'd that go? What's up? What's on the plate? Yeah, I just got back from Festival Connect, which was awesome. Got to connect with some of the uh, amazing people over in the tool review space, actually. Um, and, and it's good to see those guys. They're a wealth of knowledge when it comes to learning about what tools you're buying. So, uh, you know, you got Kiefer at Toolaholic and, and Paul, the uh, tool pig, Rob at, you know, uh, and, and some other of these guys are just um, unbelievable and amazing resources. Um, so I'm getting back in the swing of t- things, catching up on some administrative work, as well as uh, a bunch of deliveries and meetings this week. This is part of owning a business is you got to you got to squeeze those meetings in. And um, so I got about four of those. We're tearing down the barn finally that I bought a few weeks ago. If you follow me oh, on yeah. Instagram. Yeah. yeah, getting that's a whole process in itself. Um, still got the river table on the bench, uh, and that's coming along nicely. It's absolutely stunning and gorgeous. And uh, there's a few little things, like a custom gun display prototype. Um, and I'm delivering two very large uh, metal rusted custom barn doors this week. So I saw those that, on your Instagram. Those look yeah. cool. Those are sweet. I didn't do much of the of what was going on with them. I had a buddy help me out, and they were in his shop for for the build. So uh, so those would be nice to premiere. They turned out amazing, and they'll look much better in the space. That's why I really haven't had any content on them because they just look like rusty metal in my shop where everything else <laughs> is just like dimly lit. And, and, and yeah, so, um, yep, getting all that done this week, and I am going to be staying home this weekend, which is awesome. I don't have anything planned, so I'll be able to catch up on some work. Um, hopefully get some video stuff done because it's been a while since I put one out. So, so what do you got go. going on? Speaking of videos. Yeah, speaking of videos. So uh, I think the last time we talked, I said that the uh, cabinet build would be just coming out. Uh, it has not just come out or it didn't just come out, which is uh, we released today. And uh, so that will have just come out or that would come out this past week. But I finished up that base cabinet, uh, getting some awesome storage for the shop. That is going to be really cool because uh, I've just had it out there for pictures and now I've, I'm actually going to go 
move all that junk off the back wall and load it up. And I'm super pumped for that. But yeah, I ran behind on it, had some uh, slide pull issues. If somebody would have just told me, like I should have shimmed out those slides, then I would have done it. <laughs> oh, <laughs> you did tell me that, uh, didn't you? I yeah, did, I may yeah, have warned I, you. You did warn me. And I was like, oh yeah, no, I totally get it. Yeah, I did not. I did not get it. And uh, I, I did what I thought was what you said, and I didn't. So anyway, that. and uh, But actually, tomorrow, I'm doing something pretty cool. I'll talk about it a little bit more later, but I'm going to go interview um, a really amazing woodworker that uh, some folks probably have not heard of. Uh, and, and I'll drop more information on that. But that's going to be really cool. It's going to be part of a of uh, a project I got going on actually with uh, Jet and Powermatic, so it's going to be really cool. It's a local local person here in in Nashville. Uh, awesome. Yeah, I'm excited to see how that's going to turn out. And then um, after that, getting started in on uh, my next table or my next project, which will be a modern side table. Man, see all these people doing this modern stuff, and I'm like, I want in, man. I want to do one. So uh, excited to to finally stick my foot in the arena of the modern design although i've done some some stuff but not something like this not indoor so i'm pretty excited about that oh yeah modern furniture modern furniture I think, yeah i think we were talking about it really yeah going trends and yeah so yeah modern is so hot right now it's so hot <laughs> so hot i'm sweating i'm always sweating, yeah but yeah well the uh, i think the um the the guys over on the Modern Maker podcast were like, oh yeah, modern's played out now. They're like, what's the new thing? We're like, we're behind the times. Modern's hot for us, so it's all good. <laughs> <laughs> well, if it's if it's uh if it's behind the times, those guys are definitely killing it because their stuff is very very modern. And I mean, you have yes. modern builds and homemade modern. I don't know. <laughs> what are you going to change yeah. your names if you're behind the show? They, they're going to change it. Yeah, they're going to go Pallet Furniture, Pallet Designs. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So getting into the show topic, the Instagram. I know, uh, obviously, our first series and our first three episodes were all about Instagram and those were extremely popular. I know uh, our audience loves Instagram as well as we do. And so what we wanted to do today is just talk about some of the new things because over the past, uh, let's say, four months or so that there's been a lot of new uh, developments on the Instagram side and we haven't necessarily hit on a lot of them as we've been as we've been in our other series. And those were kind of new uh, as we were doing the Instagram series. So we definitely want to shine some light on the new features and how we're using them. So I think what we'll do, John, right, just kind of talk about some of the new things and maybe some of the things that have changed a bit and features that might have been around for a while, but we've seen either other people using them in different ways or how we've figured out how to use them as we've, uh, you know, kind of had our experience with them over the past you know, year or six months, depending upon what the what the feature is. So you want to jump in and just kind of talk about some of those new things that we've seen and that have come out um, over the summer? Yeah. So um, stories have become a integral part to the Instagram platform, as we've all noticed, and it's becoming something a lot more prominent and they're putting a lot of power behind it. Um, you know, it, it has a lot of features that are specific to stories alone, which I think is really cool. Um, a lot of us for a while thought they were just trying to rip off uh, you know, Snapchat. what was going on in Snapchat. <laughs> but as it's starting to develop, I really think that Instagram Stories is putting out the features we wanted on Snapchat a year ago. Um, and they're starting to come out now that Snapchat still doesn't have. A uh, couple of those things being, you know, with the Explore feature, you can search and find stories um, now 
and with uh, specifically with location and with hashtagging. Um, and that was a feature released in May. Um, so basically what you're able to do now is tag a story with a location or a hashtag just by writing it in the comment or whatever the text you're putting in. And it now becomes searchable at the top um, once you use that hashtag or, or, or place in search. And, um, and what this does is it creates awesome opportunity for local people to uh, to gain some traction in their community. Um, we talked about it, and I don't know. I actually don't know if we talked about it in our Instagram um, playbook, but the location feature on any post is something that you should 100% be taking advantage of every time you post. Um, the algorithm does benefit you, at least to my experience, and I know a lot of people selling that get a ton of traction just solely by using the location feature. So make sure you're doing that one. But two, what it does now is it creates opportunity to converse and, you know, just see what's going on in the area. Um, everything from local meetups to, you know, new store features or what's going yeah. on. And, and that type of content is awesome. Um, I could type Pittsburgh in right now and see who's, who's posting what, what's going on and where they're at. Now, granted, that might be a little creepy, uh, but <laughs> there's, you know, there's, there's good times for it. And if you're doing something specific to a place and you want to gain some traction or I'll put some eyeballs on it, that is a great little feature um, I haven't really even used it much. I've been noticing it more when I when I use the search feature, and I and I I actually consume it, but I haven't even thought to use it. Um, so it's probably going to be something you'll be seeing a lot more in my stuff. And the hash the hashtagging as well. The hashtagging I think's a pretty cool concept. What yeah. it'll do is let guys like guys and girls like ourselves create more of a conversation um, on a daily basis based around the hashtags that we already love and use. Um, and, it, and it's putting it into search. What's unfortunate about Snapchat is there's no search, period. This is putting stories into search. And I think it's an awesome feature that we should all be uh, excited about and using more often. Yeah, I think the um, so just technically how this would look for all you guys out there, if you're if you're uh, trying to follow along uh, when you there's so two separate things. Right. So one is a location stories and then the other is hashtag stores. And those are presented in two different spots. So if you go to the explore tab, which is you click the little magnifying glass down there at the bottom of your Instagram account. Um, if you click that up in the top left, you'll have and this is actually another new thing uh, that they'll have the top live. So there are like it's in the very top left. There's the, the very top thing on the total thing is search. And then the top left is uh, is live and it says top live. And actually, if you look at it, it flips through every two or three seconds to a new live. And if you click on that, you will actually go into people who are broadcasting live right then. Uh, and then right next to that, what you will see is, and what I see as it says, uh, Franklin, and it has a little, you know, the little, uh, geotag icon, whatever, uh, drop pin. And so that is, if I click on that, that will be stories that are local in Franklin, where like John said, people have, tagged um franklin or they have tagged it uh, in the in the location settings and so that is a really cool thing especially if you're in uh you know events or fairs like in you know atlanta uh the woodworking fair right that would be a great place where you can go check out the stories and go see you know when at that the woodworking show when we were there you kind of have all one consolidated area where you could go and check mm -hmm. that out and see what's going on. I don't know on location if you can actually search for location because mine I just comes it, up that way. I bet it's. So I think it's like your local. Soon. Yeah, yeah, because you can't you can't search for location right now, but it will show you what is happening 
in your location and based upon yeah. that. And I'm a proud member of the uh, Aluminum Hat Club, so I don't have any of my <laughs> any of my location turned on. You know, it's kind of creepy to have that. Uh, I am like, yeah, the aliens are coming. I'm wearing my aluminum <laughs> hat right now. Uh, and so I don't share any of that stuff, and it still knows based on, I'm just assuming, cell signal because I don't run my um, – so you don't have to have – um, you know, your, your location on or your GPS. Um, so they're, they're grabbing that from there, which always makes me feel warm and special. Um, and so that's the other one. And then like John said, so then if you go to the hashtags, like if I search in, if I type in woodworking, uh, when I go into search, I type for woodworking, I click, you know, you can say top people, tags or places. Well, I guess it would probably show up in the places. If you go to tags, um, and say woodworking, then boom, right at the very top now, instead of your top nine, the very first thing you're going to see is that uh, story type thing up there at the top if there are um, stories that are related to the woodworking hashtag, which is interesting because I just did it and now it didn't do it, although it did it a second ago. Um, so I guess if you look at it, then it goes away. So those are kind of two cool things that I agree, John. I think it, it connects you uh, for like-minded. And I think, especially for the business, like you mentioned, I think that'd be a great way. If you have, if you have a storefront or if you have a meetup, uh, and you put that in and tag it, if people are in the area and they are in the explore feed and they just go, Oh, let me see what stories are going on. Boom. They click on it. And you're like, Hey, come on down to fifth and main where we've got, you know, a big sale going on today for blah, 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 or come meet us. We're doing a, a maker meetup at the local pub. I mean, I think that's cool. I think it's a great way to, to connect with folks. Absolutely. And, and what I bet is going to happen as it does on most platforms is, is you know, marketers will ruin it. Yes. But what's <laughs> what I would expect to see is um, businesses being able to have their geotagged uh, specific places used in stories for a dollar amount. Um, so, right. uh, you know, on, on you can now pay for geo filters on Snapchat and I would assume that Instagram would implement something soon to have, say, you know, if you're at, um, you know, if you're at WorkbenchCon specifically this February, where there might be some fantastic speakers at it, um, <laughs> <laughs> and you want to tag it specifically, you know, the option will be there uh, to tag the event or arena or wherever it's at specifically, um, and then down the line you'll be able to run advertisements on people at that specific location right. based on where they're at in the app. So I bet those features start rolling out more and more as we see it. I think it's going to be a great opportunity to put that more nonchalant type content um, in the story feature that makes uh, things a little more casual and consumable, kind of like Snapchat. You know, Snapchat right now, they do their shared stories. If I don't know how much you use Snapchat, Brad, but like say uh, yes, yesterday, <laughs> you know, the, the Steelers played Sunday. They'll have a Steeler Snapchat that you can post to. Um, I bet they roll uh, out something okay. similar, similarly on Instagram. And this is what I think it is, you know, with hashtagging. Um, if, there's, yeah. if you're, if you're yeah, using like, the post, you can post directly to it. Um, so I, I think it's going to be a really cool feature. I, I like that. And I think I, so I just typed in just, uh, to follow up on what I just said. So I typed in Pittsburgh and I went over to places. So like I said, I think you can do the top, the people, the hashtags and the places I typed in Pittsburgh hit places. And then it gave me kind of a list of options. And one of them was Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. So I clicked on that. And now at the very top, it does have um, stories from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Then it has a little map with a little dot. Uh, and then um, it's got a top nine for Pittsburgh. Um, Big Ben chilling right there in the middle. Yes. Cocked looking ready to, you know, drill somebody downtown for a long bomb and then just uh and then all the other 
um, post where people have tagged Pennsylvania. So yeah, so go go there. You know, go check out your wherever you are, your city, your town, um, or if you're out somewhere, uh, if you're traveling, visiting a new place, type that in. See what's up. See what's happening, and see if you can uh, you know get any connections from there. I mean, this is so it's a broader. What would be cool is if you could combine the two, right? That'd be cool. It'd be like Pittsburgh woodworking. So right now yes. they're they're siloed. You've got woodworking, you've got Pittsburgh. But if you join the two together, uh, you know, then you could see John crushing a gordita in his shop. You know, yes. putting some rust oh. on a door. <laughs> so, um, you know, what I think you could do to use this, and because it's a new feature that a lot of us probably haven't um, used very much, is for smaller accounts. You know, start putting this stuff into your story content. What this can do is, you know, you won't be in the top nine necessarily on woodworking, but it might give you an opportunity to get seen in that story associated with top nine and just put some more eyeballs on your content. Um, and, and for smaller accounts, it might be a great opportunity to get some exposure. So I would suggest to all of you that are, you know, trying to use the new features to your advantage, jump on some of these hashtags, jump on some of the bigger, um, you know, places and, 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 and hashtags used in your posting um, to try to put some new eyeballs on your stuff. I think it could be a cool feature that's been around for a couple months now that's, you know, being adopted more and more. Um, it could be help, you know, possibly a little growth hack there to, to get some yeah, new eyes. Because I don't think a lot of people doing. are using it, too. I think, yeah, so somebody new, you know, our listeners, I think, could uh, place well in that because I don't think a lot of people are using that in the stories. They're not using the hashtags. And quite yeah. honestly, I know you said, you know, everybody should be using location. Uh, I have never location tagged a single one of my posts ever. So <laughs> I, 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 again, I, 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 my I just, aluminum hat is firmly in place. Okay. So <laughs> I, I just read, um, in, in one of the, you know, either social media examiner or, or Gary V's medium post or something like that, um, that the algorithm does benefit posting okay. loc- geolocation. So give, I'll, give it a I'll try. It see out. if your content performs better. I mean, it, it doesn't have to, I post in Pittsburgh. I don't post. I have posted my specific business address before, um, but you know, if if you're not comfortable with that, you could post the city that you're in, um, and then people searching there, and maybe they might be woodworking fans and had never heard of you. You know, they can they can see what yeah. see what's going on. I think I, I think it story, can't hurt you. No, and and I think stories um, that everything going on with it as well. Uh, incorporating that stuff shows like where they want it to be and how they want it to be used. So, you know, kind of take what Instagram's rolling out as a little nod to where they want to see the content going. If they're rolling out the opportunity to be seen in stories based on location, they probably want you posting with location. Um, right. That was that right. would just be how I would see that, you know, that kind of feature being used. No, absolutely. Yeah, dude, we talked about that in YouTube too, right? About the live stream, mm-hmm. like anything that they roll out new, you want they to want, be doing it. Yeah, they they're going to put. They're going to push it. Yeah, and even though if it goes away or if it flops, uh, it might. But still, at least when they introduce it before they can it or or before it goes mainstream, either one that they're going to be pushing it. So yeah, I'm I'm totally going to agree with you on that one. You know, another thing that came out in May um, was sending the clickable links in DMs, and I thought that was a really cool feature, and that's probably something that you might not have noticed. Um, because it's, you know, something that, uh, is not really, you know, relevant in your face, but if you send a link, so if I sent John a DM and I just said, google.com, uh, it would be a clickable link that he could go out there and click on that. And it would take him to the Google homepage. Uh, so, you know, ways to use that as 
you know, an influencer and as just was sharing it, uh, you obviously with just your friends, but then also you can send things to people if you want to show them your project. So when people ask me questions about a project, I'll send them a link right to the blog post or I'll send them a link right to the YouTube video. And that's, that's been pretty cool. Have you been using that, John? So yeah, the, I get a lot of repetitive questions on my feed from people that are looking to see if I have videos or have done videos, stuff that's essentially along the same lines of like, you know, what finishes are you using for this? What's your spray or what, how are you doing, you know, reclaimed wood? Um, st- and I just do the same thing. I send them to a video link that is for my um, YouTube channel. Um, and another thing that I'm doing recently, and this is a more of a, on the business side of stuff is I'm trying to use products that I feel can make people better builders. And in the DM, I'm, I'm sending an affiliate link. Um, and, and what that does, you know, it helps support my business. One, two, I'm getting the questions. It's not like I'm putting it in their face, but then when I get a question about a product, I'll send them an affiliate link. And, and that's a huge opportunity in the DM. Cause that person is probably going to click it and who knows, where they're going to go from there, if they're going to purchase or if they're not, but it's a good opportunity to kind of upsell your brand and, and use those affiliate links to your advantage. So, um, so that's, that's been pretty awesome. Um, it's also great for sharing resources. Um, you know, I get a lot of questions about books and about, um, you know, about things outside the platform. Um, it's nice to see the, being the opportunity to use linkage outside the platform, which has been an issue with Instagram for all of us having that one link in the bio. Um, so yeah, it's, I think it's a really, really cool, subtle feature that I didn't even notice until I started getting them from other people. Um, yeah, it just kind of like showed stuff. up. Yeah. That first yeah. time it was kind of a quiet thing. Uh, I mean, they did announce it, but it was kind of part of another piece. And, uh, and yeah, the first time that came through and all of a sudden I was like, wait, what? Cause it would like, it'll actually give you a preview of the webpage sometimes. And I was like, holy cow, what is this? And I, you know, click on it and, and it took me there and that was pretty sweet. So uh, absolutely, I'll do the same thing. I will, you know, send people, um, you know, if they ask me, hey, what product are you using? Uh, if I don't have a blog post, I'll just send them the link to it. And, you know, if I've got an affiliate thing, you know, even better, just send them over to that. Um, and then they can get what they want. And then, uh, you know, you get that affiliate piece back from uh, from Amazon or whoever, which is always nice. Um yeah. So then uh, the other thing that uh, I think you can also think about when you're when you're talking in DMs and clickable links is is remember, as we talked about working with sponsors, that's also a great way if you want to send them some of your content. Uh, if there is something uh, that, you know, you've been having a conversation, if they ask about your information, you know, just drop that link right in. Oh, yeah, here's a link. Like if you're not talking, I mean, I, I would always say uh, email is probably better for that. But if you're in a conversation and it pops up, then you can send them right there. And then, boom, they could quick preview it. Uh, and it's it's kind of in line because that's the other thing, though, is email is great, but emails get lost. And if you're in the moment having a conversation in DM and, and you've got their attention, it's very easy for them to then click on and, and go check something out, whether it's your website or a plan or a video. That's a great way to to get something in somebody's somebody's face and, you know, extremely fast versus you know, having them wait to go check their email and then go find it later. Yeah. So it's just a good opportunity to add, you know, value to a conversation. So really, really cool, subtle little feature that I didn't notice that I don't know if you noticed immediately, but it's been something that's been valuable as it became, you know, Hey, look at this, check this out kind of thing. And, and not just some subtle addition. Now I know there's a, there's been another Instagram addition that I know you specifically were we're pumped about because you know we were talking about live and the use of live last week. Um, live on Facebook has been something that you know it, it has a great benefit of being able to be reposted 
and um, use as a native content for for Facebook. And and recently, um, Instagram released having live stories on the feed for 24 hours, right? I mean, like you can, oh yeah, uh, you can post your. I see your Sunday night live all the time, every Monday actually, um, on my 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 live story feed. Um, why don't you touch a little bit on? why you find that beneficial. Um, yeah, that's, and it's exactly, we talked about that last week, right? Because of, of engaging. I think the benefit there obviously is that, um, you know, all those game of throne watchers and, and now I'm, I'm competing against Sunday night football and, uh, all that kind of stuff. So when you get there, there's a lot of folks that have commitments or they're just, you know, asleep because they're in Germany or something, uh, that if they want to watch that, that they can go back. And that was always the biggest downfall and still 24 hours. Isn't great. Um, uh, but the nice thing is, is if you do watch the Instagram lives on a replay, they did offer something which I think is super important uh, to have is fast forward feature. So, you know, mm. I mean, you can go through. So like, you know, the first few minutes of, of my lives are typically, you know, just waiting for folks to join on and kind of greeting people and, you know, just just uh, calling out names and stuff. Uh, and then, you know, in about minute two or three is when I start getting into the update. So if somebody wanted to go catch up and just go, oh, okay, let's get the update. Fast forward, you know, and then they could go watch me talk about what I've done for the past week and new things coming up for five or 10 minutes. Uh, and then boom, bail out. Or if they want to watch all the interaction, they could do that too. So I think that that is absolutely a great addition. Uh, and also like when you have it up there now, uh, so they've had the live up in the um, up in your your following bar and your home bar where you can kind of scroll through and and check out all the people if you go to home who have posted a story. And so now if there's a live available, it will have that little play button. And so you can tell. OK. And so you can actually uh, if you go into it, you can swipe, I believe, left or right. So you can say, OK, um, like mm -hmm. you could have a live or a story at the same time and you could select which one you want to look at. So, yeah, I, I think they've done it well. I think they've still got room to go um, because I, I think those would be nice to be archivable and, you know, like Facebook does and have it just be a piece of ongoing content that you could read. And I think you would you'd be able to use it in different ways, right? Because, and if you could title them, search, I mean, you know, you just basically I'm saying it should be YouTube, but <laughs> right. <laughs> so that you, so that you could then search it. And so if somebody asked a question, Hey, um, I heard you talking about that. And if, if I did a demonstration, you know, that opens up a whole new thing because that's typically videos that you and I don't necessarily do is like ad hoc demonstrations of something. But yeah. if I wanted to walk somebody through, you know, an unboxing of a tool, that's typically not something I would put on my YouTube channel. But if I did that on my Sunday Night Live and somebody asked about it, I could say, oh, yeah, go fast forward to 20 minutes in 22 minutes and 30 seconds uh, is where I unbox this new tool. and You can go check it out. And here's the link to it. I think that would be pretty awesome. Yeah, I agree. I agree with that. And I also would love to see the questions um, or the comments coming oh, through yeah, on live yeah. being able to be saved to that feed just because, yeah, you know, I like, you like to see the conversation and I don't I, it'll roll out. Uh, we, I know it will just because they're going to mimic Facebook and what's working there. I think that's a good part of Facebook live. Um, but, yeah, some so some nice, awesome little live features. And we touched a lot on that last week. So it's it's always cool to see things that we want kind of getting teased. I remember you saying like, oh, I can't, why can't we save live? You know, I would love to be able to re, <laughs> re put that content out there for people who can't consume it. And then you're like, yes, we could put it out yes. on our story. So it's like a it's small here. step in the right direction. <laughs> It'll be great to see when you can save it, um, the whole video and repost it 
um, on whatever platform you want and it'll have like the comments in it. So I keep an eye out for stuff like that to roll out and, um, and then being able to be reused down the line. I think all of this is awesome. It's creating more opportunity to create more engagement. And that was a big topic last week. And, and, uh, and, and that, you know, shows is just went live right now. So we'll be able to see next week how well it did. But, you know, for us, that's something that's huge. It's, it's been a great opportunity for us to grow our platforms. And all this is doing is adding supplemental little ways to, to continue to do that. So great little feature there. I'm pumped for the future. Maybe I'll start jumping on live more once once I can save all the I'm questions. You, yeah, I I, well, I'm excited about the one we, and we talked about it last week about the dual, you know, yeah, having, cool. having two accounts on one live and what that's going to look like. So that'll be cool. Uh, but another thing that came out too, and this came out actually in July, uh, was in getting into kind of the, the stories aspect of it still. And these, these, they've done a lot of work around stories. So like John mentioned at the beginning, like uh, most of this is all around either stories or live. And then we're, we're going to get into the second half um, here about, uh, you know, some of the things that have been around for a while. But the stories in live is really, so you can see, you, like you can just look at it. Like you said, where where Instagram is putting their effort and their innovation and their enhancements are in stories and live. And that's all about engaging with people. Um, it's about video. It's about that. Um, it, it's just so much more engaging and so much uh, more consumable that people want to be part of something. They want to be able to relate with you. That's a great way to do it. One of those things they released in July was uh, replying to stories uh, or photos, actually. So replying in the DMs with a video or a photo. So now, and it's actually funny, I've, I've had this a couple of times. I've actually talked with people. I give a little shout out to Nick Key from Key Woodworks. Uh, he had asked me a question and I was going to show, show him something. And I was just like, also I did the video. So right there, he asked me in the DM and instead of like typing out and trying to describe what I was talking about, I just boom recorded. It was this like clamping feature. And he was like, is that, is that rising up? And I was like, I don't know. And like, I didn't even notice it because I put it in the story. And then I looked back and sure enough, as I was clamping it down, a portion of the board was rising up. And so then I was like sitting there, we were kind of like trying to troubleshoot back and forth. And I was shooting a video and then we were texting back and forth uh, on the DMs. That was really cool to, uh, you know, it was, it was almost like a live conversation, except I was just shooting short videos, snippets back and forth. Uh, I found that was really cool way uh, if you have, it's a great way for like question and answer. If you're working with somebody or, you know, John, like we, we do with designs or things like that, like we'll do it over text a lot. You know, that could be another thing like f- to incorporate video. Hey man, it's like, uh, I'm looking at this. Like y- you told me to shim out those doors. Uh, this doesn't look right. Like, you know, showing a video, <laughs> that, that's a great way to use the DM to really, you know, again, add that visual component and not just through a picture, but through a video because, you know, you can convey so much more information in a video than you can in a picture. Yeah. And I was actually using it this weekend at Festival Connect. Um, a couple of our, a couple of the guys who would typically be there, you know, had some stuff come up and couldn't make it. So in order to, you know, run my mouth and, and talk a little smack, I was sending some personal <laughs> DM videos, um, and, and, you know, connecting with those guys over, you know, you know Nick Schiffer and, and RR buildings, uh, Kyle over there, you know, just saying we miss them and then chugging some beers in their face. Um, but it's a good Clearly. opportunity to create a more intimate setting. Um, and what you're able to do is add more specific value to whatever's happening in the moment. Um, I get a ton of questions based on my posts on 
on things. And they do they the you know the responses just fit better in a DM. And being able to do a video works really really well for that. So I condone the use of that. I, I kind of act, ask for it sometimes, um, especially on the made for profit account. You know, when we jump on the story asking for videos and and photos and stuff of what's going on, I think it's just a great way to add some more value to the concept of a DM. Um, and, and then, you know, you have to engage at the moment because it goes away. <laughs> and that's another right. part about it is you can't like, you know, read it and then say, Oh, I'll get back to it later and forget. Right, like, right. You, you kind of have to respond then. Um, and that's one of the little dangers of it too, is, <laughs> is if you want to, you got to kind of be in, engaged and you can't, you can't fake it. Cause if you're going to respond, you know, you got to do it, um, immediately cause you're not going to get a second chance to look at whatever it was. So, uh, yeah, I would use that to your advantage. I mean, so if you're trying to grow as a as someone doing tutorials or educational type content, um, you know, stimulate your audience, like we said last week in the engagement part, to DM and and and, and DM you photos and videos of questions or, or techniques or whatever you might be looking for. It might be a great way to create some conversation and build some relationships with your audience, um, get some better engagement, and and be able to become a better builder. Um, and, th- and these are all little ways I think that you're able to add value to whatever your brand message is. Um, the DM concept of being able to DM anybody is it's I mean it's awesome um, until you just start getting pummeled with DMs and you can't keep up and you feel like a terrible human being like <laughs> like it happens to me some days. But um, so I apologize if I don't respond to your guys DMs. I, I do get a lot of them and I'm trying to trying to be better at that part. But um, being able to DM anybody gives you an opportunity to create conversation and the video stuff puts a face to it. You know, video and photo puts a face to it. And right. I think that's, that's hugely valuable. I know you're Brad, you Brad are great with remembering handles and names, but I'm like really terrible at it. Um, and I remember faces much better. So if I see a po- you on a post or on, you know, in a video or whatnot, I'm much more likely to recognize you when, you know, when you're at workbench con, um, this February with these two amazing speakers. Um, and, <laughs> and, uh, recognize you by face because I, I'm not good at names or Instagram handles and stuff like that. So just, just use it as an opportunity to put a face to the content. And I think it's, I think it's a great little tool. Yeah, I think uh, so a couple just little hacks there, too. Uh, so one of the things that I try to do, like if somebody sends me a DM, um, I will click. So because it's right there and their little picture is there. So if it's one of these things where it's like, you know, blackjack woodworks or whatever, and, I cl- and I'm like, I don't remember who this is. If you just click on that, then you could like quickly look at their profile and check for their name. So I'll do that sometimes. It's just a way to like, okay, who is this person again? And then make it more personable. Um, but another thing that I've done, which I've not actually done it in a while, as we've had this conversation, it just kind of popped back in my mind. Um, and I need to start doing it more. It's just using that DM and especially the little video feature um, to just like to just give somebody um, a, a little pick me up or a little surprise. Like, so if somebody, uh, I think the way I was doing it, like uh, it's, I think maybe somebody had sent me a, a question or something or gave me a shout out or, or built one of my plans. I think that's actually what it was. So they posted something and they said, Oh, you know, a flip top or whatever. So I built this flip top tool cart. And then I responded in DM like a video. I'm like, dude, that was awesome, man. Love it. Have a great day. Yeah. And like, that's just a great way. Like it takes you five seconds, 10 seconds. Uh, and somebody, and you've just like blown somebody away that they're like, oh my gosh, like, you know, this is so cool. Like this, you just reached out and kind of sent me a video message versus just giving a heart on the post or a like, it's just that extra little step. Um, where, you know, I mean, obviously for, for folks who have a larger following, it's going to be more of an impact on folks because I, you know, it's just hard for, 
uh, you know, once you get up to a certain size, hard to interact with everybody. So being able just to pick a few people here and there and, um, you know, kind of just surprise them and be like, hey, man, thanks. Thanks for following along. Thanks for uh, that's so awesome, especially for people who buy and build my plans. I mean, those are people who are supporting me and helping me make a living like I want to, you know, make them feel important, make them feel part of the brand uh, as much as I can. So little little things like that. Uh, that's another great way. If you're going to give a personal video, thank you to somebody like that is so much better than just saying thanks, thumbs up or, you know, give me the, the bicep emoji, which I like to do. But. You know, <laughs> I, I do that a ton too. I wish I had a tattooed bicep emoji. I would, it would fit much better in my brand. But yeah, good stuff there. Um, I, I try to do the same. Great little insight. So for all you guys trying to do use DMs more to your advantage, you know, think about using the video, the video and photo feature, um, and how you can incorporate that into the conversations that you're already creating because you're listening to all of our tips and tricks and putting that stuff to work. Um, so, you know, Brad touched on a little bit earlier, there are some older features that we're seeing used a lot more that um, could definite that definitely are massively beneficial to the brands that are that are using them. Um, I'll start with, you know, something that I know I used when I was still a business profile um, and it's going back to the stories feature is if you are using the business profile on Instagram, you've got to be using the swipe up feature. Um, I think it's yep. something hugely valuable that I am extremely upset and jealous about when I don't have that I don't have it anymore. Um, but that's the give and take of you know personal to to the business. Uh, but yes, so what it is and how you can do it is by creating a business profile. And I think you do have to have a certain size requirement, but um, is whatever it 10, that might 000? be, ten thousand. I think it might not, be ten thousand. Not sure because I I do see a lot of accounts with it now, um, okay. but. Either way, you can now link your Instagram profile to an external link that's not listed in your bio. And that's the massively important part of it is that it doesn't have to be the link in your bio. Up until this feature, you, you literally almost had no way of driving people to a clickable link outside of Instagram except for your profile link. We talked about that in our in our. Um, playbook for Instagram because it is your only opportunity to put people onto the um, onto your link or, or or drive them to wherever you're trying to for from a business standpoint. Um, so you know the link in the story was huge. I know I ran a couple videos um, when I still was using the business profile, and I would essentially just run my teaser um, for my YouTube video per se. And excuse, hey, there's a per se by the way. Uh, but Johnny Brook <laughs> pointed out that I say per se all the time. So per se, per se, per se, per se. But um, yes. there is a uh, <laughs> there is a um, a way to use that to your advantage. I would put the teaser out there and for more of the video, have the swipe up option. Um, and, and that's something that I think is awesome. I mean, I think a lot of people are doing some a great job of using that to their advantage. I follow a ton of accounts that are outside of the makerspace, and a lot of them are doing a really, really, really cool and awesome job of using the swipe up feature. You could put a couple links in there too, I think. Uh, I, I tried it before. I think I had a link to an affiliate for a product that was asked a lot of questions and a link to some new video content. So if you're using the business account, I highly suggest looking into using the swipe up feature more to your advantage and developing specific content around the swipe up feature. That's one thing a lot of people miss on a lot with the stories um, is that you can develop content specifically for your story now because you can upload from your camera roll. And then 
they have specific layout for story alone. So, you know, if you want to create a little a little teaser for swiping uh, to something that you might want to be trying to drive traffic or attention to, I would suggest developing specific content around it and then trying to drive the drive people to whatever yeah. the link might be. Not just pers- not just going, you know, buy whatever um, you're running and gunning typically, because a lot of us use the story feature to show what's going on day to day and just, you know, to do shout outs. And I know Brad's been getting a, an, an uh, influx of t-shirts lately and you're constantly <laughs> shouting those on, on your I'm story. The t-shirt, but t-shirt king. They're, they're king. And keep, if you're, yeah, keep if them you're, coming. <laughs> I want all the t-shirts. <laughs> if you're following, um, if you're following guys that are like like Peter McKinnon, for instance, um, and I'll put a link to his his Instagram, but Peter's a photographer who is an unbelievable vlogger as well. He uses Swipe Up and does a specific video for it alone that you won't see on his feed um, for his vlog. And I think it does a great job. Um, and he's actually given some awesome feedback on his vlog on how that works if you want to check it out. But I think that using little things like that to your advantage can really, really help add value to your brand. Yeah, I, I like that as well, John. Like, you know, making the content for uh, the application or, or, you know, for the specific part that you're posting it to. So, like, the story. Um, it, and one of my friends that does it really well, I think, is uh, Jen Woodhouse. And she does some cool things with, like, uh, and, and just hers comes to my mind because what she'll do is she'll have a picture. So she'll do a series of pictures. So it's almost like it's animated. So she'll do a picture and then she'll throw a sticker on it or like text. And then the next one will be that same exact picture, except it'll add another piece and then another piece. So it looks like it's animated, but it's like just using the native text. And I'm assuming she just lays that out and then screenshots them and then rolls them back through the camera and then posts them individually. So, you know, it might be, you know, might show, you know, something that she's built like a table. And then it would say, you know, for more info, you know, the next one would be swipe or, and then up or something. So it basically just animates it. So there's all these little hacks and cool things that you can do. Uh, so to become, you know, it's almost like um, the, uh, oh, geez, my mind just went blank. The still photography, the, what do you call it? Time-lapse, like the time-lapse. Uh, yeah. That's not what you call it. Whatever. The Frank Howarth, the uh, oh, stop motion. Thank you. Stop. Yeah. It's almost like you can do stop motion with the story because as you click in each individual link, it's like a progression. So cool things like that. Uh, and yes, for sure, the swipe up feature is probably the biggest thing that um, is the biggest downfall of going away from a business account. And I did check it. You have to have 10,000 followers. Uh, so I know for a lot of you guys that don't have that yet, you're not going to be able to, to, to use that feature, unfortunately. Um, and well, that was as of like in uh, in May or, or June, I think. So I don't I don't know if they've upped that ante or not um, or, or lowered the bar, I guess, if you will. Uh, but yeah, that is the biggest thing. So everything else from an insights perspective, you can get through different places like Econo Square and different things we've talked about, Social Blade. Uh, the swipe up feature, that is a game changer that you cannot use, um, which really, really stinks. But that being said, we just had another guy... Uh, who had sent us a note and said, hey, uh, after much consideration, I finally just switched from a business account back to personal. And this is like literally, I think, yesterday or the day before. Yeah. Uh, and we say, oh, I was picking up maybe 25 or 40 followers a day. First day after I switched it, 300 followers. Was it go-to? <laughs> so, uh, what's that? Was it go-to? I think it was go-to right now. Uh, yeah. Gotwood. Gotwood Woodshop. Yeah, nice. Matt, yeah that was, that's awesome. Matt, yeah, yeah it, was, it was Matt over there. Uh, and... 
you know, so again, so we we would still recommend. So all that being said, swipe up is a great feature. Um, I know a lot of people still use the business profiles. If you're not using the business profile, um, then or if you're going to use the pro- business profile, I would say do it just for the swipe up. Uh, and if you're not going to use that swipe up feature, if you're not trying to direct them, there's absolutely no reason to have it uh, because they're still punishing you for having a business profile. Uh, and, you know, as of just this week, we're still seeing examples of that. Yes. And speaking of punishment, I am punishing myself because I was not clever enough on this next little uh, feature to come up with this awesome idea. Um, so have you, you've seen we've all seen Carousel, right? And I think you know what I'm talking about. Oh, yeah. Brad. <laughs> no, I, I know so, where you're going. Oh, yeah. So so the carousel feature was something we were all pretty stoked about um, when it came out. It just gave us an opportunity to put more of um, similar content on the same post. Um, for me specifically, if I'm doing a finished furniture piece, you know, I obviously still condone doing a few posts based on it. But in that final one, you can literally put a gallery together of all the finished shots um, and our buddy Chris Salamone uh, from Four Eyes, and, and he's also on the Modern Maker podcast, came up with this. And I don't know if someone else did it first, but this brilliant idea um, where he was and still is stretching his final shots over multiple carousels. And it is a beautiful way to showcase your work. Um, I, I I remember you sent it to me and we were both just I probably said, I was sitting like, there jaws. What the has floor, just like, happened? Like this yes. dude is so we now. We call it the Salamone now. So yes, it's the we- Salamone. So just <laughs> if you're if you're unclear of what what John is saying, think of so Chris builds a lot of um, low and wide furniture tables, media consoles, stuff like that. So I believe he had the first one he did it on was a media console, and so you know it's a whatever it is, it's a four foot piece of furniture, you know, and it's it's wide. Uh, but not extremely tall, so maybe 30 inches. And so as you look at that and try to fit that, then you're going to have a lot of white space above and below um, if you're just taking a picture of it and you get less detail. So what he did is he did posted two pictures and uh, basically just stitched it in half. But the, the thing about it is that on the carousel, the way they set it up is that when you swipe, if you do like a slow swipe, then it it's seamless right so it just transitions the pictures so if you match them perfectly from left to right now chris is gonna he's gonna be like you gave away my secrets um (laughs) if you match them exactly left (laughs) to right you cannot tell that it is two separate pictures it just looks like you're sliding across one picture Mm -hmm. and it was the coolest effect ever and and yeah that's is brilliant way to do that and um i know i've seen a lot of people do that what they used to do in the old days uh would be they would do three posts right you do three posts and then like i see this one shot um show up on your feed yeah we're doing a lot of name dropping today i love it uh trent Uh over from from preserve workshop uh shout out trent uh he did it he used to do it because he does canoes right and like you know canoe like talk about being a, a long and squat project uh, and so like I was just scrolling through my feed and I saw like the bow of a canoe and I was like, oh, that's kind of cool. Like, you know, an artistic shot. And then it was because of the algorithm. It didn't show the next ones in line. And then later I went back to the feed and I saw it was actually three. It was like the bow, you know, and then him in the middle paddling and then the stern. Uh, if I got that terminology right. And I was like, oh, OK. This is <laughs> you know, where, Yeah. Where uh, now, you know, you could you could stitch that all together in a carousel. So super cool way to do it. And I know the other way. Um, that I've seen as well, and you've seen, John, is the is the step-by-step video, which I had not considered either. So if you have something that, um, you know, either you just wanted to chop it up, 
um, or I've seen people combine pictures and then a video at the end. Um, or if you wanted to do a video that was longer than a minute, though, I think that might be kind of a stretch if you're trying to link, you know, two or three two minute videos. I mean, I guess you could really just upload your whole YouTube video. <laughs> I could have like six one minute videos and have people watch yeah. it. That's actually an interesting thing. I don't think that would go very well, but it, I don't I'm either. Not, but but it could have legs, I'm, but you could do it. You could you could go video, picture, video, you know, 20 second video, uh, 10 second. Vi- like you can do all these things and stitch them together not necessarily stitch them together, but stage them so you could show the steps of a process. Yeah. So going back to what we were kind of touched on a little earlier was, you know, think of the content specific for how you're going to post it to. Um, and that's one thing. I think the carousel opt op- option has some more opportunity than even we've explored. Um, and you see guys like Chris doing an awesome job there. There's also um, Ramon, I, I can't remember, Ramon's Artful, I, I can't remember his handle because, I, so I'm sorry Ramon if you listen. Yeah, it's, it's um, Ramon Artful. Yeah, he does a couple videos where he'll show you, you know, what he's working on and just do a quick 20 minute video clip and put two or three together I've seen before. Um, so it's awesome to consume the content, you know, as a whole in those little clips. Um, and it's kind of a little hack if you want to post some longer stuff. So uh, just going back to it, and I, and I think this is going to lead into our takeaways for, for the episode, you know, um, and, and, and one of those being, you know, post specifically to how you're going to be using it on the platform. You know, we've got a lot of opportunity now with some great features and in, in, in the stories and the locations and, and live. Um, make sure that you're specifically posting whatever type of content it is specific to the way it's being posted. So think about how people consume it in that specific medium and post specifically for it. Um, and, you know, the best example is going to be the swipe up feature. If you're if you're looking for that type of stuff, you know, Make sure that you're editing down your video clip or, or your photograph to, you know, fit that form specifically. It'll really, really show um, a lot of the time and effort you put into your brand, and and I bet you it performs better than you would think. Um, you know, going into you know, to my second takeaway for the episode is is probably just going to be always think of what Instagram's putting out there as what they're going to be favoring most. Um we've been noticing a lot of benefit from video and you know video's still huge if if you're following any of any of our content um you'll see that we both like to put video content out there because it does well, it performs well. Think of the way you're posting on Instagram the same way as uh with video and, and whatever is new um, along the same lines. You know, Instagram is going to roll out things that it wants to see do well. So it's going to benefit those. Um, if you see a new rollout or hear about something new, you know, hop on it, give it a try, uh, you know, adapt it to your type of content. And, um, and, you'll, and I bet you'll see good results at least until unless it crashes and burns and is a terrible feature. But Instagram will dictate that, not you. Um, so I always try to adopt the, the new stuff, see if it works for you because Instagram is going to benefit it definitely. Yeah, absolutely. And um, just as a as a way to keep up with that. So you might say, OK, well, how, how do I know when these new features come out? Uh, if you follow the Instagram Instagram account, um, the official at Instagram, uh, they actually whenever they put out a new feature, something big like that. And they haven't. So I think the latest one they did was July. And it was like, um, you know, they were on a tear. I guess they were on a, a summer vacation. Uh, but they will put a specific background. It's like they're, you know, purple gradient background uh and then whatever the new feature is and then it'll talk about it so if you go to the instagram account just go there you'll have to scroll back a while uh like i said back to like july because i think the last one they they published on posted about was replying to stories or videos um 
But yeah, if you follow that account just for that and you can go back or you could just go check it periodically, you know, every couple of weeks or whatever, just to see if there's something new. Um, or there's other great places out there like Social Media Examiner, Newsletter, um, you know, and Gary V uh, resources, basically anybody who is in the business of talking about social media, uh, you know, they're going to be reporting and talking about the latest and greatest uh, advancements and new things on the, on all the platforms. That's a nice thing. So if you did the social media examiner route, then you're going to also hear about the new things like, like YouTube and that, um, which, you know, leading into that, right, John, we, we have, um, we have also, been thinking about this and talking about, you know, when we see all these new things and we want to share it with you guys, uh, what's a great way to do that? And I know we've been talking about it with our with our patrons and what we are going to start doing is a, a weekend show. And so we're looking to, to start doing that here in the next sometime, which we're not going to commit to. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we, we've, we've learned our lesson about committing. So we're just going to say uh, that's something we're trying to plan for, but is to talk about, you know, kind of what's new in social media. So maybe it's a, uh, like in the first part of the show, talking about the new stuff. Maybe it's um, a 15 minute uh, episode where we just talk about, hey, you guys, you guys uh, just want to make sure that you saw this, the new thing that's come out, you can now reply in video. And we just quickly talk about it and what to look out for. And that might be across Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, Pinterest, anything in social media that we think could be applicable to helping you grow your business. So that, that's kind of something that John and I have been tossing around. And um, I think it will be be fun. I think it'd be fun and value added for you guys. Yeah, most definitely. And that's our main mission here is to keep you guys up to speed on what we're doing and what's working for us and help you all get better as uh, as as Instagrammers, as YouTubers, makers, builders, all facets of what we put into our business. So uh, keep your eye out for the weekend show. And that's definitely something on our radar. We also have a couple other ideas. So that'll be um, that'll be cool. We just got to carve out some time and get a better plan, um, which is uh, something that, you know, we emphasize all of you to try out. But what's awesome is Brad and I are actually hopping on a coaching call here today um, to get better at it. So you know, yes. take the time take the time to learn these kind of things and and get better at it. This uh this whole business of learning the podcast and and content creation for educational purposes is a different ball game, and we're out here learning. Um, and we want to provide you guys with as much value as possible. So. You know, we're, we're pumped for the future. We're excited. Now that Brad's a full-timer, we've got a lot on our radar. Um, and that, that weekend show is a big one at the forefront. Absolutely. And it just playing on, John, what you're saying there. And I don't, I don't recall if we, if we announced it in the main show or not. Uh, but it, we will be releasing, actually, our, our first product. Um, and that's what we're going to be talking about here in this, this coaching call. John was, was talking about is just uh, – with some folks who have done it and are doing it well, um, doing products and, and things is looking at, um, a pricing guide. And so we have the pricing playbook, but what we want to do is expand and give you guys a way to actually go in. And if you are an Excel junkie like me, then, uh, we will have Excel spreadsheets where you can put it in. It's got all the formulas in there. Um, Calibri 11 for sure. Make no doubt about that. Um, and also, but for <laughs> you guys who don't want the spreadsheets, uh, a, a paper version as well. So basically a, a pricing guide and something where, uh, you know, building on the pricing series that we talked about, uh, because we just had so many questions about that. And uh, I know we've talked about it, but having something physical, you know, in your hand or a soft copy on your computer, uh, we think there'd be a lot of value in that. So we are actually going to be uh, giving that to our patrons for free. 
and we're going to be getting some input from them. So we're going to be rolling that by them um, here this next coming week uh, before this video or before this gets released. And so um, that product will be coming out soon as you're listening to that or it might be out already. Um, So we are definitely excited for that. And again, trying to. So for those of you who you know want more and that's I think one of the biggest things, John, we've heard is it's like, man, I I wish you guys had more episodes. I wish you uh, published more often. And it's just like people just want more. They want to learn. They want to grow their business. And that is like what we're all about. And, you know, we want to give the folks what they want. Yeah, that's one of the best parts of doing this is is that we've you know, all of you are so supportive and willing to learn, um, especially our patrons. We're super thankful, excited to get some more quality information out there to all of you guys. Um, as Brad said, our pricing guide will be free for all of our patrons, um, at least with this first product. But, you know, we're stoked to get one feedback and two get some quality information in their hands. Um, I've done coaching calls with specific patrons and whatnot to, to help them grow and learn. So it's, it's just great to see that community growing. Um, and, we're, and we're really excited to continue to bring you know, better products and better podcasts and better topics to all of you guys. So I guess speaking of patrons, Brad, are you ready to jump into this after show? Yeah, absolutely. And if you guys would like to join our patron tribe, you can always head over, like we mentioned at the beginning of the show, at patreon.com forward slash made for profit. But right now, let's get over there and punch it in the face, like you say, right? Yes, let's crush it. (laughs) All right, man. See you guys later. So thank you guys for checking out the show. If you'd like any more information, you can head over to madeforprofit.com. We'll have our show notes as well as our email list subscription you can sign up for. There you'll receive tips of the week as well as all of our other actionable content. If you're digging the show, we'd love to get a five-star review over on iTunes and we would greatly appreciate that. If you have any other questions or suggestions, you can email us at madeforprofitpodcast at gmail.com. We'd love any of your input as well as any of your future show topic suggestions. You can hit us up on Instagram at madeforprofit where we will be answering your questions and giving out tips to help you grow on your own social networks. So once again, we really want to thank you guys for tuning in and we will catch you on the next episode.